Welcome to the Superhero of Love podcast. I am Bridget Fonger. I wrote a book called Superhero of Love, Heal Your Broken Heart and Then Go Save the World. That book is going to be out in January 2019, but I didn't want to wait until that time to start talking to superheroes of love. And guess what? Here's the news. You are a superhero of love. And through talking to other superheroes like yourself, tapping into that little superhero inside of you, I'm hoping that you and I and all of us start feeling more and more like superheroes of love, meaning that we love and are loved more than ever before. So welcome. Let's get this party started. So welcome, superheroes. We are here today with a beautiful human. Her name is Lisa Lang. And I met her the other day when I was at my most exciting event with Jen Pasteloff at the Shopkeepers in Santa Barbara, California. We had an amazing event, and the event was called What the World Needs Now, a conversation of fierce on fierce listening and loving. I don't know why that took a little while to come out of my mouth. A conversation on fierce listening and loving. And um, everybody's heard me mention Jen Pasloff's book on being human in this podcast repeatedly. Um, and I've interviewed her and her Love Forward talk was featured on here. And so I'm all about, um, and I was just interviewed this morning for somebody else's podcast and I was mentioning Jen all over the place. I'm super excited about her work and what she is all the things that she stands for, like, don't be an asshole, and I got you. And on that note, I'm going to show you, because I just reminded me that, I am showing you guys these bracelets, and I'll put a picture of these bracelets also in the podcast notes in honor of this event that we just did where I met Lisa. These are four bracelets, and two of them are designed by Patty, Patty Pallier for Jen's book, don't be an asshole and I got you. And two of them are designed for my book, Superhero of Love. Who doesn't want a superhero of love cuff? Who doesn't want to go out into the world acting like a superhero of love? Oh my God, we all do. And I am love, which is a mantra that I like to use. And I like to, it seems to calm my heart when I use that. So I think it's just a really great reminder also. So those are the four cuffs that were featured at this event where I met Lisa and the video, some video clips and possibly the entire video, we haven't decided yet, of the event on Sunday will be on YouTube on the Superhero of Love channel at some point soon. So um, you can watch out for that. But after the event, this lovely woman came up to meet me and, and told me about her new project that she's doing, which is spreading love. And how could we not be more excited about that? I am so excited to introduce you, Lisa Lang. Welcome. Hello. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really excited to talk with you today. I'm so excited for you to be here. So now I want you to tell us the journey. I want you to tell us about the project, but lead us in with where you're coming from. Tell us a little bit about the journey that led you to this point where she's, a, she's going to be launching this in September, but um, I wanted to have her on the podcast now because I think it's important for it to help her gain momentum in this journey. So that's why we're talking today before this thing launches, but tell us all about the journey that got you to this moment in time. Yeah. Thank you. And that's awesome that you recognize that, that this would, you know, build momentum and, and that's exactly what we need right now. So thank you. So what got us here to now? So uh, um, almost four years ago now, I was going through a breakup, a really devastating breakup, breakup of my own. 
And um, I drove, I was living in Phoenix, Arizona at the time um, and took the weekend to drive to Sedona with my dog and just spent the weekend just calming, staying, being calm and healing my heart. And the last day I was there, I ended up, um, I don't know if you've ever been to Sedona, but yes. there's, you have. Okay, great. Yeah. So there's a great little artist area called Tlacopaki where they have art studios and and yeah. so I happened upon these beautiful beads that I found in, lying in baskets in front of the store. And I love hearts. And I, I was drawn to those beads. And they were only like a couple bucks each. So I bought two. I bought this color and a red one. And the store clerk was gracious enough to put them on these leather necklaces. And I went home that, that later that day. And the next day, as you, as you probably can relate, I was feeling know that post-vacation letdown, um, being home, it's Monday now, you know how that is. And um, the memories, the memories of the ex are also at home, right? Like they're embedded at home. When you leave, when you go on a vacation, when you're recovering from a heartache, it's, it's a little bit easier, right? <laughs> to not be reminded yeah, totally. as frequently. Yeah. It feels good to be away. It feels good to be in new surroundings. And so now I've got this post-vacation letdown and I'm, you know, I'm still, still going through a breakup and now it's Monday. So I was getting ready that morning and it was just a very quick split second decision that really sparked this entire journey. And I was looking in the mirror as I got dressed and I was like, oh, I'm going to put on one of my new necklaces. And um, as I was putting it on, I thought as a way to perk myself up, I thought, you know, it would be fun if some, you know, if anybody compliments me today, I'm going to offer to give away my necklace to them. Wow. So cool. It was just that simple. And I went out the door and I went to my dentist's appointment to an office that I had never been to. And the very first person I met was my dental assistant. And the first words out of her mouth were, oh my God, I love your necklace. Oh my God. That's so fantastic. <laughs> so it was like, it was just like, boop, 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 boop. and it just so happened because I've done this numerous times since, because this is like such an exciting moment for me and, you know, exchange that I've bought more necklaces and I've done it multiple times since. And there's usually an impact, but like this happened to be such an extraordinary impact that it inspired me. And um, so she first was like, I, no, 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 I couldn't. I could, you know, I offered to give her the necklace and she said, no, 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 I couldn't. And just as most, you know, most people do like when they're, right. That's your first instinct. <laughs> right. Exactly. Which, you know, that's something to look at too. Like, right. That's the gift. <laughs> right, right, right. But, but um, it's vulnerable. It's vulnerable to receive. Yeah. It is. And, um, and then once I was like, no, 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 this was my plan. And I, I offered to give it to her and I explained everything. She was like, so taken it aback. And she's like, I have two young sons at home. I'm always telling them, you know, how it's so important to be kind wherever you go. You never know how you're going to impact somebody. So she already had like a lot of reference for this experience wow. and belief systems. And, but it wasn't until like the next time I went to see her and went to that office and I, multiple times after she was always wearing the necklace. Oh, <gasps> and, and, and I asked her, I'm like, what, what is it about that? That meant so much. She's like, I never take it off. She's like, my sister wants it. And you know, this person, she's like, I never take it off. She says, because to me, I'm the mom, I'm the assistant, I'm the wife. I'm always doing for other people. And that was the first time in such a long time, somebody had done something for her. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's a huge impact. 
Wow. And I, okay. and how could I have known? And for me, it was like split second decision. It was a $2, like not yeah. a big deal on my part. It wasn't like I planned this extraordinary thing for somebody. And you know, I, I woke up a few days after that and I was just like, I literally shot out of bed. I'm like, and I'm an, I'm like a creative. So like this stuff happens to me, but certain things stick and, and others don't. But I shot up and I was like, oh my God, this has to be a thing. Like we need a website where people can go and see what, you know, people are doing throughout the world all the time, you know, that, that is just like a simple act of kindness to remind us that we actually live in this really, a really beautiful, loving, friendly world. And because so much of the time we see what's not loving and friendly and it can feel scary or, you know, we don't, it, it, we're not always feeling good when we turn, go to Facebook or we go to turn on the news or whatever it is. And I was thinking, I feel like there's something here. So, so that's really project what And your project, I love your website too. It's, so tell them your website and which is also the name of your um it's partially the name of your, um, your project too, but your project's name is. And my project's name is spread goodness. I love it. It's so simple and so beautiful. And your website is. Spreadgoodness.love. I love that. That's so beautiful. I'm so excited for you. Okay. So tell us how you are taking that out into the world. So, so very, you know, honestly, you know, this idea, this, excuse me, this idea came to me and it was like, first, you know, as I was like, and, and this was also part of like a healing my heart journey, because like the more I got distracted with this experience and like growing this and developing it, the more I was distracted from, you know, the pain or whatever. So not whatever, but you, yeah. you understand. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so so like yeah you can only idea take, kept growing. you can you can only take those tough healing moments you know one chunk at a time like you you can be doing the deep healing and then you need a break give me a rest you know it's like a it's like a marathon right or um high in, i call it a high intensity high intensity interval spiritual training is what i call it <laughs> instead of high intensity in, interval training like in sports and you need to, get worn you need out. to have right. a, a time to just walk instead of be sprinting all the time. So yes, I agree. That's oh, great. That it gave and, you that. I, and what's natural to me is I, I like tend to, you know, get creative in moments like that. So this idea really grew into something way too big that I, you know, like I would have need a whole team of people and, you know, tons of money around it. So it was really over the course of the last few years that it, you know, different idea, I would, I would come to it at different times with different ideas and I would journal and I had another business I was working on so I was very busy so this was like on the side every so often I would go to it and grow it and um so it was it pared down over the past few years down to you know I whittled it down to something that I felt like was manageable and um and so what we're starting with is something called the spread goodness challenge and hopefully after the spread goodness challenge, that'll build, keep building momentum and, and a platform and, you know, and, and awareness, then we can build multiple campaigns that will follow. So Yay. do you want me to go into that? Yeah. So. Tell me, tell me how you're doing that. I just have to say the I, I didn't say, I didn't make this point of why I wanted you to say the website. I had no idea, which is spreadgoodness.love again, but I had no idea that there were dot love URLs. Yeah. 
are you kidding me? Like, I never knew that. Yeah, I know. There's now like that everything. And that's actually a beautiful story too. I don't know if I should rip rip here or not, but. Yeah, yeah, tell um, us. You want, okay. Yeah. So it's been a lot of synchronicity over the last four years with this project. And and, um, I really feel like it's being guided and, you know, by spirit and and I'm I'm trusting that the universe is behind this and um, there's so back the few days after that that um, experience with my dental assistant when I came up with the idea I went straight to the website and I might have had a few names in mind but spread goodness really stuck and I went to the website and spreadgoodness.com was taken so I I it wasn't being really used. So I emailed the, you know, the user through the channels and, um, and just let it go. And then I was like, you know what, I'm not going to let that stop me because, um, I could still do, and I was doing my research and found the dot love. I'm like, that's actually, that could be even better. (laughs) And I believe it is like, that's meant to be for sure. And I don't know how long after, maybe a week, two, three weeks, maybe even a month. I don't remember, but I did hear back from the original owner and it, it, was one of those things where the husband got these emails um, and really never really did anything, usually deleted them and, and wouldn't pass them on to his wife who had the, the website 12 years prior. And he happened to give it to her. Her name is Lori. And um, she called, she reached out to me. Guess where she lives? Where? She lives, she lives in Mesa, Arizona. Oh my God. 20, 30 minutes away from where I was. Oh my God. That's incredible. Of all the places on the planet Earth that she could be living. Oh my God, that's so cool. That's a cool side story. Can I ask you about, did you ever read the Celestine Prophecy? I have read parts of it, I feel like, too many years ago to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was back in the 90s, but I was just talking about this in yesterday's podcast interview, actually, how we, she loves the Celestine Prophecy. And to me, because you mentioned synchronicities, and when, when I read that book, I started keenly paying attention to synchronicities, and it really changed my life because it, in fact, immediately changed my life because I was going to be opening up a drive through cappuccino place. I was on vacation in Venezuela. We came back, and there was the Northridge earthquake. <clears throat> And we had to like help save the people across the street. And it was a horrific, horrific. We were in, at the top of Beachwood Canyon, which was, which was hit really hard. And we, um, and so I stopped. That made me stop and say, do I even want to be in the food service industry? It was the first, it was going to be the first drive through cappuccino place in, in Southern California. But I was, you know, it was like, no, maybe I don't want to do that. And I just followed the synchronicities and I ended up opening an angel store, which was like this amazing, magical experience when angels were really, really, really big in the 90s. Yeah. And it was like one of the very first angel stores in the country. But I, uh, from that moment, I mean, I read the book literally on the vacation. I finished reading it on vacation, came home, started watching for synchronicity. So ever since then, it's just kind of like, you know, watch the, anyway, so I, I was curious yeah. if you had, if you had, if you had known about it. Yeah, well, I do know about it, and I, I believe in synchronicity, too, in these moments where we're, where, that stop us, like you're describing, yeah. and I, you still have the angel store? No, 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 I only had it for a couple of years. It turns out I don't really like people. Ah, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, I didn't like dealing with the public in that way every single day, all day long. It just wasn't for me. 
Yeah, so, I uh, but it was a magical experience while it lasted. And it was also a really hard and dark uh, experience, which was also great. It was just full of wonderful lessons, you know, on both, on both yeah. sides of the thing. But anyway, yeah, but synchronicities brought yeah. me there. Anyway, okay, so uh, so back to, <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that story of the URL. That's a really fabulous yeah. story. And long story short, we became friends. We met up. We became Oh, my friends. God. Yeah, she's like the best person, and we, I love her. And just last year, she said, I love what you're doing. I want to give you the URL. <laughs> so, oh, my God, that's so yeah. great. And that's just like a byproduct, but like the, the beautiful thing is that we formed a be- this beautiful friendship. Yeah. Yeah. So they can go to spreadgoodness.com and it'll lead them to spreadgoodness.love. Yeah. They're all pointing there. Yeah. Great. Perfect. So that's easy. Spreadgoodness. But I love spreadgoodness.love. Oh yeah. my God. That is so incredibly cool. Okay. So tell us, so the website is the center of the spreading good, spread goodness um, uh, world. So tell us how that works, how you're yeah. creating this world and how people can step into your world. Okay, great. So, um, so the very first, once the Spread Goodness Challenge launches in September, um, there will be cards like this out, into the, out in the world. And the hope is one day there will be hundreds of thousands and even millions of these cards all over the world in all the countries. And pretty much this card, it says, join the Spread Goodness Challenge today. And on the back, it has a prompt that pretty much um, summarizes to do something kind and unexpected for someone you don't know. Share your story on our platform, spreadgoodness.love, and then leave this card behind for someone else to find. So the hope is that this card keeps traveling, you know, into different hands. You could send it to Aunt Aunt May in Michigan or, you know, leave it at the post office when you're done, whatever it is, you can, you know, to pass it on. Um, And then the other thing about this card is it also has a unique code on it. So this one doesn't have a code on it yet, but each one will have a very specific code that, um, that all the store, everybody who touches this exact card, their story will populate under a, in a feed with oh. that particular that that is designated to that particular code. Oh my god! That's so you can so actually cool. Impact. Yeah, I said thank you. Can, you. <laughs> you can see where it's been. Oh my god! How fun would that be to fly it somewhere with you on vacation? That would be so fun to add to its story. Like, totally. wow, that's cool. Yeah. Oh my god, that's cool. Okay, so how do people step into that? I know that that's the chance. Yeah. So. So how, how are those cards going to make their way into the world? Okay, good question. So I obviously can't like put out hundreds of, I mean, I could probably, but it would take me a really long time and a lot of um, <laughs> right. to do that. Um, Rather so, have elves do it. We can sure. be your elves. Yes. Much. I'm, I'm, I'm eliciting, soliciting elves. The way that, it, um, that we're hoping to distribute, you know, cards is through various other people's networks. So people like you who resonate with the message, I don't think I mentioned the mission, but who resonate with the mission, which is to uplift the vibration of the planet through acts of human kindness and generosity of spirit. Um, so through the work they're doing, and obviously, you know, your superhero of love completely aligns with that mission. Um, we're, we're, um, we're hoping to become co-branding partners with as many people as possible. So, um, so whether it's a nonprofit or even a school or an author or a small business entrepreneur that, you know, is giving from their heart um, in some, some way, then we will co-design a card with that partner. 
So the branding will adjust according to what um, the branding of the, of the partner. Is that clear? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you would, um, uh, yeah. And you sent me a sample of what, what the superhero of love one would look like, which was really cool. And so I would then buy some cards and spread them out in the world. Is that the exactly. idea? Yeah, okay. right. Exactly. So you would buy, you know, however many cards um, that you wanted and maybe you decide that you want to, for every book purchased, you would place a, a card inside the, the book for somebody to find when they, when they bring it home. Um, maybe it's included or maybe it's, you know, something that they could purchase on your website or whatever it is. Yes, you would, you would distribute these cards however way you want um, to your networks. Okay, cool. And then um, you also sent me the website for, for one of the people that is already one of your co, are we, are they called co-sponsors or ambassadors? What are yeah, right now we're calling them co-branding, co-branding, co-branding partners. I'm so sorry. You just said that. And did I hear it? No, I did not hear it. Okay. <laughs> I think ambassador makes sense. Yeah. A sponsor makes sense. Right. Yeah. So, so that website, is that where her cards will be like the cards that she disseminates the stories will be connected to her her yeah, page pretty much yeah so um so she will she'll have you know numbers uh, she'll have a specific code for her 250 cards that she purchased so far and each of those codes once you go to the platform you'll first enter your code you'll share your story you'll um, click submit so that the the story can join the website and once you click submit um you will you will come to her landing page that says your card was sponsored by kat cronenberg author of love big oh i get it it now okay and then it gives now i'm seeing the whole story yeah i'm so sorry i just spoke over you please say that one more time you're listening I'm glad it, it, it's, it, it lit up. Um, it, yeah, so the, the, she'll, you'll land on her page. Your card was sponsored by Kat Cronenberg, author of Love Big. And, um, and then it'll give uh, information about her, what she's doing to spread goodness in the world through the work she's doing and why she thought, you know, partnering with spread goodness was in line with her mission. And, um, and then it would link to also to her website. So people who are really um, inspired by the work she's doing, they can learn even more. And so hopefully it's raising awareness for people like you and Kat and schools that, that are just spreading goodness already in, in what they're doing. Yeah, that's so cool. But the cards are not out yet. You're just, you're just getting yourself all geared up for those cards going out. And when does it actually launch? What's your launch date? Yeah, our launch date is in September and it'll be kind of a soft launch. We'll get a few partners going. We'll, you know, we'll, um, we'll learn from that and then it'll just keep growing from there. But the, the first initial launch will be September. That is very, very cool. Okay. I want to talk, I want to hear, um, you've worked a lot with kids and I'd love to hear your work with kids. And cause it feels like this is also something that would really resonate with kids. Like I could yeah. see kids loving spreading these things around too. So tell me about your, your, um, your, the inspiration that kids are for you. And, and uh, tell us a little bit about all the work that you've done with kids, which is very impressive. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. That's a, I agree that I hope kids love it. Um, well, I, 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 since I was in fourth grade, I wanted to be a teacher. And so uh-huh. I, um, 
that was my first career um, right out of college. I was a classroom teacher. I taught fourth and fifth grade first, and then I taught early childhood, um, four and five-year-olds. And from that position I grew into teaching. I also was a, a performer, so I also taught theater um, to kids after school, which grew into a larger position at the school. And, um, and out of that, I developed a performing arts workshop for kids um, throughout the Chicagoland area. So that's what I had been doing for the last um, almost 14 years. Wow. Yeah. So I love kids. They, I love working with kids. Very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I love that you're going to send this. So schools will be partners too, right? That's yeah. your idea that schools would be partners, which is great. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. very cool. Yeah. And that's another synchronistic event that happened when I first moved to California. I was introduced to, um, to a mutual friend of somebody I'd met and she introduced us. She had no idea that I was developing developing spread goodness because I wasn't really talking about it a little over a year ago yet. And um, so she introduced us because we're both educators, we're both into, into the performing arts. And it just so happened that when I spoke with her, we met, we met for coffee and I, um, and it was literally an off the cuff and, and also on the side, I'm working on this new project called spread goodness. And she leaned in, she's like, Oh my God, tell me more about that. And it was really out of that, that we, that we, that we together collaborated to develop an idea for schools and it's so so cool like I love the collaborative aspect of of this work and um, just so happens that she's the direct she was the interim director at the time and one of the directors now of the um, Waldorf 100 celebration so that means that Waldorf schools of North America they celebrate their 100th year anniversary this coming school year and so she was really excited about possibly using the Spread Goodness Challenge as, as one of the ways they celebrate. Oh, my God. That is so damn cool. That is super cool. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. And don't you feel like collaboration just makes everything better? Like if I'm yeah. in my own house designing it, something even or whatever I'm doing creatively, it's like, nope, it, it just becomes so much better. Remember, somebody asked the question at the event about about writing and I was like, get your writing love league together together because collaborating with people and hearing bouncing things off of people made my book so much better and everything becomes better when you're and especially if you're having uh coffee and um collaborating over coffee and deliciousness <laughs> as you were with your new friend. <laughs> I agree. And it's yeah, it's really fun that way. And that by the way, I love your idea of the love league and my friend that I went to the event with, like she and I are already partnering to be part of a love league. So Yay! Yeah. Yay, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's such an honor to be in somebody's love league. It's a, it's a really, it's a great honor. Actually, I don't know that I've talked about that in this podcast much, um, but so I'm just going to say it really quickly for the yeah. listeners. So one of the concepts in the book, one of the things that I recommend that people do before they do anything else really is set up their love league, which can be people that you know and people that you don't know. It can be people at work. It can be friends. It can be family. It can be a sister or a brother. It can be even parents. Um, And these are people that you solicit to to do whatever you want them to do (laughs) that they're willing to do. And my love league, the most important people in my love league were the three women that lived in three different time zones so that 
I could call them to stop me from calling Mr. X. So if I called, if there was, you know, they had to be in three different time zones though, in case it was happening late at night or early in the morning. Oh my God. Not have thought about that. Great idea. <laughs> so you make you make an agreement with your love league about what they're going to be doing for you and then then they either agree or don't agree and and I've never had anybody say no I'm sure nobody's ever had somebody say no I don't want to do that with you but there were you know but if you need somebody that's going to take you out to dinner once a week or to a movie once a week whatever you you can um you can do that um okay so uh what what else do you want to tell us about um, moving this to a larger and larger scale and how can people help you move it to a larger and larger scale? Cool. Um, good question. Well, I think right now, I think the best way to, well, two things, actually. The easiest thing right now is to go to our Facebook page and, and join us as, um, and like us. Oh, awesome. So it's facebook.com slash spreadgoodness.love. So it's like our website after the slash. I hope I got that right, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay um, if, we, not, if, we, if it needs to be corrected, um, we put it in the podcast notes. <laughs> but we'll include perfect. the correct link in the podcast notes. So number one is join the Facebook group. Great. We definitely want to build that audience. Um, and then the second thing is check out our website, spreadgoodness.love. And um, you could do one of a few things. You could just check it out, be aware of what we're doing and, and check back. You can, we'd, we'd love for you to join, you know, fill out the contact form so that we could stay in touch and keep you in the loop. Um, or, and and, and uh, the big thing is that if you want to become a partner, um, please, there's going to be a form uh, or there is a form on the website that you can go to to order your cards and cut, you know, give us your logo and we'll do our graphic designer will design a customized card and we'll give us content for your landing page. And, um, and we'd love to, you know, the more partners that are aligned with our mission, that's the biggest, I think, way right now that we can build that momentum and, and get this message out there as, as big yeah. as possible. Yeah, and if there are any teachers listening, teachers can, can in, right, check it out for their schools. It could be a school project. It could be a classroom project. Um, that's cool. All right, it so. Be a yep. Say that again. And it could be a it could be a club at your school. Yes. It could be a language arts assignment that turns into geography lesson because you're tracking the cards on a map. There's a Ooh. lot of culinary you know, yes. integration. Your teaching expertise is coming through full throttle and your giant big heart, which was evident the other day. And I'm so happy that you came. What brought you to the event? I'm curious what brought you to the event. Oh my God. Yeah, well, I love, I'm new to Santa Barbara, but I've always, like ever since um, I decided to move here, I've loved shopkeepers and Patty and just, I love what they're doing. So I was there earlier last week, saw the flyers and right away was, I just wanted to come. So ah. I, I just, I love the, the, you know, what I knew that just from the flyers about your book and then being there, I, I really loved getting to know you and, and Jennifer oh my and gosh. the work you're doing. That's, that's such a great synchronicity also that you came there. Because I, I had friends at the event who have lived in Santa Barbara for many, 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 many years, and they had never been to shopkeepers before. And so I'm so excited that they came. Everybody, if you ever go to Santa Barbara, you must check out the shopkeepers. It's on Anacapa Street, 137 Anacapa, but you can look it up. And they're on, they're on, they're on Instagram. Follow them on Instagram, the.shopkeepers. And um, Patty Paglier, you should also follow her on Instagram. 
and Waxing Poetic, which is her jewelry design company. She designs the most amazing jewelry, including these four cuffs that she designed for Pat, Jen and I. And um, this necklace she designed, um, she's an amazing um, jewelry designer, and she is the most giant heart on the planet Earth, I think. She is lit, isn't she? She's the most giant heart on the planet Earth. And uh, so her store is emanates that heart. So it was like the perfect, and they're going to keep doing these shop talks, this, this, kind, this kind of event like we did at the store, which I'm so excited about because she's uh, such a good moderator. She was fabulous. She tapped into yet another creative that she, everything she touches turns to gold, no pun intended, but um, <laughs> turns to gold or silver. <laughs> right, right. And she, and her messages and her jewelry is so, they're so uplifting and inspirational. I was. Yes. To Go to waxingpoetic.com, you guys, um, and you'll see what we're talking about. Her heart is coming through directly through that jewelry. It's amazing. Yeah. So Lisa, thank you so much for coming today. And um, I'm glad that we're spreading goodness and getting, getting the word out there right now. We have to spread the goodness now so that your launch is like super powerful, explosive love around the globe. <laughs> yes, I'm excited. And I can't wait to see what people come up with, you know, to, to spread the goodness, right? Yeah. I can only imagine, you know, what stories we're gonna, we're gonna be able to read. I'm so excited for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. It was my pleasure. Thanks for joining us again, Superhero. If you haven't already rated and reviewed and or subscribed to this podcast, please do so over at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate it. And it helps bring more superheroes of love into the fold. And watch the YouTube channel. If you could subscribe to Superhero of Love YouTube channel, that'll be a good thing because videos from last week's event will be posted soon. And we are starting to post videos of these podcasts. So, and in fact, in this podcast, Lisa was referring to things visually, and you'll be able to see those things on the YouTube version of the podcast. So thanks for coming, Superhero. Have a good one.